Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Ready? Three, two, one. Welcome to Call Out Culture Podcast. You know what's weird, y'all? He's going to put that damn countdown in there. Like, oh man, it's like, you know, this is like 30 Rock. I do all the edits. This is like 30 Rock. We, like, we let them see a little bit behind the curtain. People appreciate that about the show. You know, not the, the three, two, popping, ones the in Twitter, the, the IG. The you, Alaska, you know what he does? It works. drives me insane. So, you know, we have engineers, we have recorders, we have people that record our, our music, we have people that can yes. manipulate our voice any way we want. Correct. But no, Zilla likes to do his own reverb, 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 and leave it in the song. You mean He'll also do for that. the ads I do? Where He'll I, do I that, and then and he mi- does mix it, all the he ads except for the Jason Griffin. reverb on it. He keeps himself saying, saying, saying. Like he does his own fade out. Yeah, of course I do. I'm an engineer. I'm an engineer. No, 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 no. You don't use the machines to do it. You use your mouth to do it, and you leave it in the song. It's been a while, but yeah, sure. It's 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 cool. It's it's endearing to people. It's got a charm. No, a je ne sais quoi. Nah, that's naughty by nature. Ninety eight. Ninety eight ish. That's. As hey man, I don't want to pay Jerry. Just do it no, yourself. It's, it's actually always a homage to um, Simeon Drugs. No, Simeon Drugs. What part? When he says, "I can't say because my family's upstairs," but I love good girls. But trifling, keep my hard, 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 hard. Oh, okay, hard. Burn, 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 burn. Simeon Drugs. Simeon. Yeah, anyway, do you wish that Ill Bill had a verse instead of that talking? He rhymes on Simeon Drugs. Yeah, he, he rhymes with Microsoft. You effing oh, something oh, would okay, have okay. no fans. You what am I thinking East, of? I'm thinking of Toon Mask no or am I thinking of PDA? Where he talks. What's the song he's he on, talks? Um, maybe Squeegee Man or Toon Mask or he just talks. Oh, was like the one where R.A. the Rugged Man talks? No, yes, no, 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 sorry. no. Yes, no, Il, yeah, no Il Bill talks. Right. Il Bill but talks. Il Bill, there's a song songs. where Il Bill talks, yes. right? Yes. He says he's like, it's the rap. Yeah, yeah. He says the rap. You serve Van Kogage getting my. And the elevated right. by midgets, cokeheads. Yeah, what song is that? It's on Fandam. Okay, it's you sure Fandam. it's not like simple? It's early like on D- the record. DPA no, 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 or anything no. like that? Okay, I no, no, because R R A is on. He's on. He's on Funk Crusher, right? Yeah, Population Control. He's on Population Control, right? But, but Ill Bill talking. is on Fandam, right? On, he's just talking, like he's not like rapping. Yes. Yeah. It's. I'm pretty sure it's. You're right. It's either Tune Mass Damper or Squeegee Man, maybe. Yeah, but that's no, the way. That's, that, that's an ill way to get away with putting Ari on your record and not having rap. Because if he was rapping yeah. the way, I don't know if that would work. Yo, Alaska was he like? Was he like cool adjacent? Like, were y'all feature him on stuff, or was that like not not fitting y'all style back then? We're talking about Ill Bill or Rugged Rugged Man. All right, I never met Rugged Man in my entire life. I never. You never bumped into him with all of that. No. And the Kubricks. Was he and on anybody's like radar to get like a feature? Like, he'd be good on his track. Or, no, no, not that I know. He was in Long Island. Island. Yeah, he was yeah. In Long Island. nobody, oh. nobody get more rowdy than Suffolk County. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I just know he had a particular style. But I'm not messing with Ra the rugby. Your boy, your boy. Because you know, we, we, we need you know, to get what, you know what Ra got a lot of um. No, I like Ra. I was just joking. You know, he used to be crucified dibs, right? Yeah, with um Percy P. Percy P gives gives him a lot of power, and that's when yeah. I that's when I got into him because of Percy P talking about him a lot. Then I went, yeah. you know, found the Biggie song and all that good stuff. But yeah. it was I'm a mm-hmm. yeah, I see I'm a Percy P fanatic. 
Yep. He thinks I'm kind it's of irrational. Irrational. <laughs> it's irrational. <laughs> well, speaking of talking, tonight we're going to talk to Jason Griff. We're waving to his children. They're showing off kittens. What's up? What up? Back in the That's, your oldest. It's a That's not your oldest. House. That's your second oldest. Second oldest. Yeah. Second, second oldest. oldest. Yep, I got it. Any, any right. more cats? You can just pull out a No, bag no. And, and uh, soon, Griff, you give me a, the rest of the year. I'm going to have all the names and I'm going to know the names. All right, I'm the, I'm the friend that knows every everybody's can, kids' you can, names. You can pick a favorite, like yes. um, Alaska is Emily. <laughs> Wrong. I said Alaska. Bernadette. Kid. Yeah, Bernadette. No, it's not Emily. It's not Emily. Susan. Wait, it's wait, wait. Let me Susan. let me work. Well, let me work my way Betsy. through. Betsy. Why am I thinking Emily? Is there a reason I'm thinking Emily? Mm, uh, and you got a letter. First right? letter is right. first letter. Okay, <laughs> yep. thank you. Right, yeah. Ernestine. Ernest. Yes, you got it, Ernestine. Yeah, she, she's also an overtime nurse. Yeah. She's my grandma, too. She's also my grandma. It's a weird, get, it's a weird I'll, time I'll, lapse. I'll, I'll come back. It's, like, it's basically like Tenant. Like, yeah, it's Tenant, yes. She's a, the daughter, or like Interstellar. Where the, where the kid I'm going to be 80. the guy. Dad, your rap friends are here. All, when all your kids are teenagers. Yeah. I'm still, you know, dressing in baggy well, my, clothes. My, my son asked me, yeah, he's like, my son was like, we were in the car, he was like, he's like, dad, why do you rap? Why, <laughs> why did you be a rapper? And I was like, because I love music. It's great. I said, what do you like to do? He's like, ride my bike. I was like, right. And when you start riding your bike, doesn't it make you just want to do it all the time? He's like, yeah. I was like, that's how I want music. That's how I like to rap and do songs. He's like, just don't do that. <laughs> it's like it's like all right he's like because when you do it you don't play with me you're yeah like, that was gonna say right, 10 more time. minutes yeah 10 more minutes 10 more minutes I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta work i gotta record and i'm like bro we still play together every day it's okay it's quite when you all right. do it daddy we you don't play with me I'm, I'm like bro I'm, I'm banging out classics here two three takes max <laughs> give me a break when i say 10 minutes that's two songs Yo, yeah, oh yeah, and this guy with the with the four forty five recording, four forty five yeah. to four forty eight was a, yep. was a season. He could record make for three minutes. I'll make quarter it work, to five. Man. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what works is Jason Griff. It is new Fireside album. Chats. Fireside Bandcamp best albums of May. And we don't even know the CD comes with some kindling and <laughs> um and a wick. And the, and <laughs> you can, so you can make your little fire, but please follow the directions. Yeah. Be safe. And then a patch of an an authentic patch of quilt from FDR. (laughs) You get a laminated piece of quilt. Piece of quilt. It comes with it comes with a job from FDR. (laughs) No, what? Just a job application. Yeah, application. You know, it goes into a file. You know, just so So you feel you, man. So congrats, congrats to Griff, man. It's it's great, Racker, man. I'm happy to be. All of us are a part of it. And I'm, we're happy it's getting the rec, the recognition, the accolades, the sales, you know what I mean? The following, the flowers. It's a great so piece, let's start man. there. What, yes, what, what, what's, your, what's your reaction to the reaction, Greg? Um, it's been far, ex- it's, it's far exceeded uh, what I uh, expected. So, yeah, I mean, it feels great, you know, um, coverage and recognition from, from sources that had never covered anything I've ever done before. So, um, you know, there's levels to this shit and, uh, there was definitely some level ups happening with this one. Mm. Um, so that's great. It's, um, it's, it's always kind of surreal when people take like the time to like analyze your shit and then like talk about it, like how they interpret it. And, you know, you feel like almost a little uncomfortable about it sometimes, but it's also like really awesome that somebody takes the time and, 
and really just analyzes it. Ooh. You know? This is your first solo project in a sense in a while, right? Like yeah, other can... than other than beat tapes, you know, um, first uh, compilation album. Like when I, I think when I first started making beats, like that was my idea. Like I don't know any rappers, so I'm just going to go online and find a bunch of rappers and get one song from each of them and just make a compilation album. And um, as we all know, the more rappers you work with, the more impossible the project is to complete. Because it always seems like a, a daydream of producers to like, I'm going to get one good song, you know, from all the people I work with. But I also have come to find out that sometimes it doesn't always come to fruition. Like you might have to, um, you know, fill in the blanks and sometimes it doesn't come to fruition. Is, mm. is that not the topic of today? Mm, I believe it would be the topic of today. So we're here to talk about best producer albums, meaning one producer, kind of like the Griff formula. One producer, multiple rappers going crazy on the beats. Fireside Chats now goes in that pantheon. There it you just go. happened with someone we know and love. And we hey. are on the record. And still mad that Alaska all, got the beat for all, Adapt. You all know, three of you and some of you twice. Yeah, like, you know, you, you could have just given me the beat for Adapt first. I mean, um, we're boys ooh, out here, bro. Uh, you know, even boys since MySpace, you don't give me that beat? Okay. Um, and then I hear the, you know, also, the live beat. I don't get that beat, you know. The weird people i mean there that's not to say that i didn't send you any of those beats we don't we don't know for a fact like <laughs> sure. given the quantity of beats that i've sent you yeah, it's probably somewhere in there because because we had that with classy freddie blassie you're like man yes. this is my favorite beat you ever made i'm like i probably sent it to yes. you 10 years ago well shouts to andrew because andrew me and him are doing a project and i got like four joints done and today he was like I was like, oh, I just did a song. He's like, you want me to send more beats? I was like, this gives me exile. Please do not send me more beats. I got like nine. We no need good. beats for the Wrecking Crew project. What do you mean don't send more beats? Nah, I'm good. This is what I'm talking about, Alaska. Nah, bro. I'm send them to Castro. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Listen I'm to good. that. I'm what out. is that? I know. I know this is. Yo, oh, yeah. All right. I'm on my right. Charlie Brown. You know, I'm right. thinking about my old life. You know what I mean? Is, my yo, old situation. Is, oh, right yo, Charlie Raps. All you know what I mean? I'm just repping for Charlie Brown right now. You know, I can't really oh, answer these Cole, questions. Excuse us for a second. Hold on. Can we can we get a second? Come yo, right Cameron back. Can you turn that off, please? You know, hold on. Right in the middle of the joint. We ain't even drop. Wait, was it before time? That was before time. It was right before the second album, right? Yeah, before time. Yeah, time. Yeah, time. Wow. I've never listened to a Leaders of the New School. You have. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. You you never listen to time? Nope. No, serious. No, I'm not. No I'm just serious. I've never listened to a Leaders in the School oh, album in my life. There's like four last there's like four or five good joints on time. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't They're listened long. to it since like 92. It's a really long record. Yeah, the yeah. songs are yeah. long. I'm good. Like they used to do long songs like off or yeah. three and all four you, them. You know, that, that, like, They're um, like a much less interesting far side. Indeed. And I was gonna say yeah. the the yeah. the, the Lab Cabin California album, all of those songs are like five and a half, six minutes, bro. Yeah, they're, they're movements. Oh, but, but even I'm still, like, you know, far side was after. But I, I think LONS set a nice blueprint for okay groups with more than two people. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? They were like, you know, the funny one, the serious, yeah. you know, like fit the, the the Power Ranger tropes. Yes. This is the yeah. funny one. This is the but, rapid one. I, I think they worked on the first record where it was just like young, rambunctious dudes. Yeah. Like I think yeah. after a while, like having a group that big, you're just going to grow in too many different directions and it's never going to work. It's like, that's real like lightning in a bottle type of thing. To have I that. think the yep. fact that you had to focus that rambunctious energy on the second album, which these songs about topics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like right. instead of just right. serendipity, first time jitters, just go out there and rap. Yeah. You know, now you have, you know what I'm saying? Everybody with that second record is purpose. And that mm -hmm. that could lead to a lot of um bad ideas, yeah. you know, thinking you're checking a box, you know. 
Yeah, I exactly. mean, a group in general is tough enough to deal with, but like four yeah. fucking rappers. Yeah. yeah. Trust me, I had a group of five rappers in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, the, the good thing is, um, going back to our topic, is Griff, Griff lucked out because he knows a lot of rappers clearly, but what was your process like for this record to say, here's the rappers I know, here's the beats I'm hoping they would choose to be on. Like, how did you pick the pairings but then also get new guys on that you'd never work with. Um, a lot of it, as far as like working with the dudes that I already knew, um, mm-hmm. there was a lot of, here's some beats for the project. What interests you? So like, ah, um, like I think each of you guys have probably sent like four or five beats. No, our thing is unique, but I'll tell our story as to how we got our song. Okay. Our thing was a little more unique. Absolutely um alaska i definitely sent a handful to um and zilla i probably pieced all yours together over the course of eight months or something like that um the other ones uh like same thing with def c i sent def c like Mm. five or six to choose from and he's like can i do two and i'm like yes you certainly can let's go um same thing with mo cyrus he just picked one out of a batch and it just kind of all came together really naturally like you know, you get the you get the best out of people when they're doing something they want to do. So like, yeah, pigeonhole people into like, this is the beat I want you on, and like, I might I might hear them on it, but they listen to it and they're like, I'm not interested in that. Like, I can't well, picture myself. Flowing let me ask you, way. um, let me ask you this, Griff. Well, did it did was it a matter of form before flair in the sense that were they picking the punk rock beats that you wanted to, for this project? when you were giving um, people beats to yeah i mean from. i didn't for this specific project i didn't send anybody anything that wouldn't have fit the project gotcha. like, i was kind of like as i was making the beats i was kind of piecing them together like okay well this would sound good at like near the beginning of an album this is more of a middle of the album type of deal this is the end even though i didn't know the only song Ooh. that i knew where it was gonna go was the opening track rage like i knew that yep. beat like i knew that was track one like Better. um uh, after so, making that one, I never tried to p- make a different beat to be the intro. So like, let me slide in real quick. The last one. So okay, the ahead. way I got way I got my song was I had um, hired Griff to do some production on my solo record. And um, I think we were doing like a little barter because we did two songs. And initially, Never Iscariot was going to go on the record. And the mm. other song that I did was, was going to go to my record. And the other song I did was gonna go on Fireside Chats. Am I I'm saying it correctly, right, Greg? Yeah, we had we had uh I was doing some I was doing some promo stuff for you and uh you were gonna throw some verses on some yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Um, and I did uh and you did you picked, you picked the two beats. No, Dreadlock Fallen was later. Was later. Okay, sorry. Yes, yeah, so you yeah, did yeah. this first. Yeah, these are first. Yeah, and I so picked the did, two beats. Right, right, right. And and I was that was early on in the the part yeah. of the album process, so like I didn't know what the next steps specifically were going to be. Mm-hmm. But then you hit me back, and, and I was like, "Yeah, you let were me like, keep this, this one. one really fits my album. Can I keep right. it?" And then and at then that point, I, did. I was like, "Then I did Iscariot because you sent me the other." Yeah, yeah, you had done them both at the same time, if I'm not okay. mistaken. But then at yeah. that point, I was like. Well, hey, since we're talking about your project and my project and this and that and favors and everything, I got this song that I think for this project that I think Woods would sound great on. Um, yes, that is the mind hooking up an introduction, and then yeah. that's ah. how that came to be. Yeah, yep, I forgot about that piece. Yep. So, so, so my 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 song. So I 
I'd asked back for one of the songs. He uh-huh. took the other song. And in that favor, he also said, yeah, hey, cash, you, cash um, considerations were sent. Player to be named later. Player to be named later. Pick. And then um, he, and I could the Marlins offered to par- pay part of Stanton's salary. <laughs> Marlins shipped in a couple of dollars. Yeah. Uh, were we going to ask Alaska? So I was just going to say, like, for, for people that don't know anything about the album, if you could just sort of, because Castro touched on it about like the punk rock aspect of it. So if you could just kind of, you know, give the sort of idea behind the record, what your your hopes were to to achieve with it and like what your vision was for the record. Okay, yeah. Um, so like forever ago, uh, easily a decade or so ago, um, I had an idea. Um, I was very big at that time into concept projects, um, but not like concept necessarily as like lyrical content, but like concept of the beats. Like I was very heavily into sampling, like not like, digging for like obscure shit but like flipping like known shit and being like Mm. check out this dope thing i did with this not like mashups or anything like um like that but like actually just like flipping samples like you would some obscure shit but like using known shit or whatever so anyways um i was always a huge punk rock kid like going to shows throughout my teenage years and everything um and the uh the spot to go was the fireside bowl in chicago it was a converted punk rock I was converted bowling alley, converted into an all ages punk venue. Um, so that's where the name comes from, Fireside Chats. Nice. But um, I came up years ago, I came up with the concept that I wanted to make a whole album flipping punk samples. Um, and uh, at the time, I was working with one artist pretty, pretty heavily. Um, so, like, I pitched the idea to him and I was making beats for it. And then we kind of just went our separate ways or whatever. Right. Um, and years and years later, like I came back to the idea, like I think I was just randomly like flipping a punk sample just like during and making beats for the fuck of it session or whatever. And I was like, hey, I wonder, you know, maybe I should revise this idea. Um, so I kind of started doing more beats along those lines and it really started like to feel like I was like, this shit is really good. Like, let me bring this project back to life and, and make it happen. <clears throat> Yeah, and then, uh, you know, linked up with Scorsese, and we know the history there, um, but it ended up, you know, he had told him about it. He's like, put it on the calendar in subordinate records. We're doing it, <laughs> um, which is really all I needed to just, like, really get going on it. Yeah, dude, and what I was wondering, too, is, like, what uh, when, well, I'll tell you a brief story about the song I was on, was Griff sent me the record, and uh, I was driving in a snowstorm to go sell a vintage receiver to a girl on Craigslist and I'm driving really slow and I'm playing it. I'm, and I was like, this is really good. And I'm hearing all these songs and I hear that interlude and I was like, I'm driving like in the snow and I'm like looking down at my phone, texting and driving, can't see anything. And I'm like, yo, what's up with this interlude beat? And he's like, uh, yeah, it's just an interlude, you know, kind of break up the, the the rapping and all that. And I was like, I nah, actually, I gotta rap on that one, bro. I gotta. <laughs> that's not gonna be an interlude any, anymore. And he was like, "Do you want me to extend it or something?" I'm like, "Let's just keep it the same length. I'll just kind of like rock with it the way you you built it." And then uh, after I sold the vintage receiver, I <laughs> driving back in the snowstorm, writing to it on the spot. And then there you go. That's how <laughs> subtle still shine came about. Alaska, did you have any uh? Any uh, anecdotes on your on your uh, on your um, song, which is you know the people's choice? People love it. I don't I don't remember exactly which one came first, if it was Rage or Adapt. Um, um I don't know which one 
you did first, but um, like which one you recorded first, but I know you picked Adapt first. I picked Adapt, yeah. And then I think when you told me that um, Juggernaut was going to be on Rage, I was like, oh, I got to be on it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was really surprised because that was actually the first song we ever did together was yeah. Adapt. And, and I think I had sent you like a bunch of stuff on there because I'm like, I don't really know what he's going to like, but it mm. probably won't be this one which is ends up of course being the one that you choose the one yeah um yeah that's fucking great yeah i think i mean i think the thing that it just like i don't think i've ever rapped on anything like that before but i've always wanted to like i've really? always had this like idea of like i don't know like, i'm i was like a big ben folds fan for a long time and oh. i wanted to make like a ben folds rap out ben folds like, i just referenced that I just referenced him on the. To uh, me, that was phone. sort of like <laughs> my chance to try to do that, and I just yeah, you know, I had this thing I was already starting with. Like I had like the first, I think like up through like the mother more and motherboard, mm. like I on the oven door, like that whole part. Like I had that written down. Like I just writ- had written it. It sort of fit perfectly, and I just ran with it from there. Nice. Um, yeah, and it was just it was like exactly like the the mood I wanted to hit. So. We uh fixed. we found some good chemistry pretty quick there. We should maybe consider yeah. doing some other stuff together in the future. I mean, maybe idea. we should maybe knock out an album or something. Yeah, I, I don't I know. A, I, I mean, got a tangent. I got to go on because I'm sorry. <laughs> just, just disturb me if I don't get this off my chest. Has nothing to do with anything. So if any <laughs> listeners out there are weed aficionados, or they smoke or whatever, and they're into the higher end weed smoking. I saw a meme the other day and it was like, 90s weed smokers were like, oh, it's not that good, but it'll get you hot. Yeah. And in 2020, weed smokers were like, what is the terpine index or the <laughs> on the indica? Because I can't do sativas. It was like right. this whole high end thing. And the and the um characters were in a cookies hat. So right. if anybody's not familiar, cookies is a um world-known cross-the-country brand ran by the man burner. And you know, they delve in like high-end strains, and you know, you get into your little botany and your little microscopic pictures, mm-hmm. but they have certain packaging now. It's like childproof, but it's like a sack, right? And it has certain graphics on the front. And some graphics are really cheesy, cartoony Project Pat um, cover album covers, but then some are a little bit more stylized <laughs> or whatever, right? And I saw somebody is in Philly, and they were showing their little pack that they, they're going to smoke tonight. Mm-hmm. And it was like a cookies bag. And it was one of the strains called cereal milk. And I know for a fact that that's not real cereal milk <clears throat> in that package. Wow. So I went looking online and you can buy cookies packs in bulk online with the logo on the back and everything mm. in the fake package and reseal it and sell it and tell people, hey, I got cookies. And it's just, look, I come from the era. What the hell does that have to do with anything? What, what the hell is it? What are we talking Alaska, about? Alaska, excuse you, excuse you. <laughs> Excuse what are we talking about, man? Excuse you. Excuse me. Talk about Alaska poured his heart out about the creative process. You're like, check out, these, check out these cookie drugs. In Alaska, I've come from the era of the Playboy Bunny Nick bags, you know, and it's just like a colored, colored bag. Zilla. Yeah, with a lot of stems and seeds in it. You don't know what you don't know how green the weed is because the bag is colored. And yeah. it's done in a backhanded way in the street so nobody sees. So you can't even inspect your weed yeah. in front of the people back then. So I apologize for going on my tangent. So wait, did you ever did you ever have the ones where it was like a hard plastic green bag and like they would like kind of light it so it would melt? Yes, and be yes. like hard so you couldn't just see anything. It was just okay, like, no, but you couldn't even pop it let's, open. Let's have yeah. confession time. Call out culture confession time. 
How many times have you purchased oregano? I know I, I got caught once with a seeds and a seeds and stem bag. And for the listeners, when you when you break down your weed, you have seeds and stems, especially mid, right? And there was yeah. a lot of mid in the '90s and 2000s in Philly. That was literally so all would, there was. So when you would bag it all up, you <laughs> would put all there was in America, right? Yeah. You would put all the seeds and stems in one bag and just keep it in your pack, and it would let you wow. know that you're getting to the bottom of your pack because you keep it at the bottom of your bag or whatever you're <laughs> selling your little stash. And when you would get to that bag, you could turn around and say, yo, man, what the hell is this? And they would also know it's time for them to re-up and, oh, my bad, yo. And they would take it back. But I have had a seeds and stems bag, but I've not bought a regular. But I will say this. I bought something really shady. It might have been weed, but it was just really old. But I couldn't. Mm. T- I didn't smoke. I didn't. When I opened it up, I said, right, I can't smoke. So is this so, the significance behind the, uh, the, the never- digital underground song Oregano Flow? Awesome. Um, but oregano was a, a was a known admitted slang back in the day. Now we're talking about people actually selling you oregano. Seed. Like you yeah. see in the movies when people try to get a bunk off and they run yeah. and they sell it and they you know selling pieces of soap. So people try to sell people fake weed and they'll just put oregano in a bag and sell right. you like three right. actual bags of weed and the fourth bag is oregano. Right. Yeah. And I, I bought um I bought fake tabs in the past. So what was like it was like square Tylenol? Part. And you just right. no, no, it's just like because you know, like um when you were trying to do acid back in the day, it was like a little piece of paper. Yes. So it just like they just give you paper. I've heard it's like yeah. Uh could they yeah. put a fake taste on it so you could think is you can't even really taste anything, you just like uh, you know, you're like, well, okay. And then you're waiting like a half and hour it's like I, it'll kick in in 45 minutes. I'll be across yeah. town in 45 minutes. But yeah, exactly. about it. So it was oh, like one time, like me and Wendy Breeze were in Washington Square Park, like Three different guys got us. It was like, all right, this isn't happening tonight. <laughs> <laughs> got taken. Well, anyway, all, I brought up that tangent all to say that yeah. the authenticity of fireside chats is is refreshing. Um, yeah. And I know it came from a real place. And you weren't out here selling fake cookie bags and trying uh, to, you know, oh, trying to, trying to, trying to sell on nice that metaphor. Back. I fucking yes. love it. Yes. Thank, yes. It was a twenty minute Thank metaphor, you. but it made sense. We got, yeah. um, we nailed it. I thought it was a legit tangent, but he tied it in. So the authenticity is real. Is real. Um, you gotta go. To you gotta. You gotta wait with words. Have you ever time. considered rapping? You'd probably. Be <laughs> 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 you know the way you tell stories. You should. Oh, with the one with the one bar re- relevance at the end of a good rap story, like <laughs> oh, yeah. the one bar that ties everything together. I'm glad yeah. Reagan dead. Open. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> Reagan dead. The opening. And the last bar, the only thing that makes sense of the story, everything else is grits flying across the room or whatever, you know. Because like, mean, um, he nailed Rick's, every bar in Reagan, but re- yeah, uh-huh. the, the, like the, Slick the Rick though, story, a yeah. children's story. Was that a was that a linear story, y'all, or was that like yeah. kind of all over the place? Uh, it okay. was pretty. It was, it was very linear. Linear, okay. yeah. Oh my goodness! Bumping well, into crackheads on the rooftop. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. That's that's cool. So um, how about this? Let's uh, we're going to take our first break. Love and then it. We're going to come back. Talk more. Jason Griff on his favorite and our favorite producer album. I'm going to blow your mind with one of my picks, you but it, it will blow. Your oh, mind. it's going to be Eric Onassis. And oh, <laughs> look at that. Eric Onassis does count. Blah, blah, blah. I don't think Eric rapping on it. Did you know Rick Ross is on the Eric Onassis album? He is, yeah. He is. 
It's on song, solo song, right? No, Actually, like and since I found out, it oh, was no, it was Rick before Ross, he was Rick Ross. He was Teflon. Yes. Back to listen. No, not on the Eric Onassis album. He's on Insomnia. No, he's on he's on Eric Onassis. When did Eric Onassis come out? Oh wait, I'm 2001. Okay, so I'm I'm thinking late. Okay, gotcha. His name's Teflon. Right. Yeah, he's on a song it's called Ain't Shh to Discuss featuring Noah and Teflon. <clears throat> wow. That's not Noah the Flood, is it? That's years and years ago. No, this is just no. some guy named Noah. Yo, the, the guests on Eric Onassis are incredible. Slick Rick. Read it all. all right, yep. Slick Rick, Redman, some dude named Carrie, uh, Keith Murray, Easy E. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. It was like, it was like, if I'm not mistaken, it was just like a hook. Okay. Like it was um, like it was like a random hook. Dug okay. Out. Then he has a song with DJ Quick and Exhibit, which I'm fascinated to hear. So then, Quick's probably doing the screaming hook and Exhibit is rapping. I would sure. guess. Or is can it, can that mean is he scratching? I don't. He know. does DJ stuff, right? Maybe. Um, does, then right? he's got then he's got this guy. I remember he tried so hard to put this guy on for like a year. Oh. The same way Redman kept trying to put like Icarus on. This guy <laughs> named Cy Scott. Cy oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. trying Ooh. so had that joint uh, battle on um yeah, I remember Cy Scott, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cy Scott. Then uh Dave Hollister. Uh, oh yeah, some guy Big named boy. Peter Moore. Um this this song had to probably cost a quarter million dollars at, at this time. A, a song with just Ja Rule on it. <laughs> ja Rule well, no, this, that's before that's before the pop. Isn't it? No, no, this is this is this after, is when the explosion rush hour, you know. You know what yeah, I didn't realize? I was right. looking up Ja and Vinny Vidi Vici. I didn't realize that was actually his debut album because he had all yeah. the other stuff, Cash Money Click yeah. and all he yes. was featured on. Yes. So what when Vinny Vidi Vici, that was like his that yo, son, it's five song. number one songs on there or something like that. No, I think yeah. I think it only Three. has like yeah. holla, holla. Ha- no, holla holla. Um, there's like the other two songs on there too. I was like, oh man, I forgot they were all what on there. The other off the the well, hold on. We'll, we'll get to that, but real quick, I want to finish this part. Yeah. Go, go to break. Okay. So he spent a quarter million. On break. He, well, no, this this will still be in real, real quick. Uh, ja Rule's on the album. Then he's got Noah and Teflon, Rick Ross. Then he's got a song called, ready for this, Castro? It's called Van Gundy featuring Big Kim, Billy Billions, Nolan Epps, PMD, PMD, Cy Scott, Bo, and Ruck. But probably not Sean Price Ruck. Just another guy called himself Ruck. Oh, wait, I got it. Holla holla. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hold on. This um it's murder is on there. It's murder. DMX and Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. That wasn't a big uh-huh. hit though. That's that was Mur- like more murder for, like, for life with Memph Bleak. That wasn't a big hit. God damn, there's 20 songs on there. No, it was um because because in the little blurb, I said I said, Oh, I forgot it's, all those songs. It said no, it says the only Let's single release was was uh we here now was holla holla that World's was the most scene. dangerous yeah holla holla kill them all oh kill them all with Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that wasn't yeah. that wasn't like a big i just hit. didn't know that all of these like songs are on J-Lo it J-Lo story to tell he has a he oh has he's a got he's got a song called e-dub and ja featuring eric Sarman. oh E-dub. my god wow <laughs> there it is the wow. trade-off so that so wait you're right that this wasn't ja was not running the way of the world when he did the right Okay, wait, and the last song on the Eric Onassis album, I would probably peep this joint. It's called Fat Gold Chain featuring Too Short. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this joint I mean, tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
No games for no names on the mic. I spit flames. Rockwell's the James. That's all I remember is the, the opening wow, six you know lines. The words. The, yeah, just like the, the, the first, the, the first song, the first eight bars. I could I could probably go. Bro, you were there. destined to be a producer because you remember Eric Onassis lyrics. Right, 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 right. That's crazy. Look at you, man. I'm proud of you. All right, Claw Culture, we'll be back from our break. We'll come back and talk producer albums. With Shablam, Shablam. Are the four elements keeping you down? Do you find yourself cutting your fingers every time you work on a flyer or an insert? Are you tired of being asked to boost your ads or buy ad space? Well, the boys at Griff Company, we have the solution for you. Now, all jokes aside, this is Wrecking Crew Consultation. If you think that your hip-hop career can use a battery burst, do you feel like you want to have some type of counsel and a soundboard, or do you just need a good old pep talk? We can help you out here. Zilla Rocca and myself, Curly Castro, we are offering our consulting services at nominal fees. So if that's something you're interested in, shoot us an email, give us a call, and we'll help you out. Tell me, when was the first time you fell in love with hip hop? <laughs> Hey, what's up, Call Out Culture listeners? It's your boy, Jason Griff. I'm here today to tell you about my new album, Fireside Chats. I flipped a bunch of punk rock samples, made a bunch of dope beats out of them, got a bunch of dope rappers to rap on them. Everybody from Call Out Culture will be there. Zilla Rocca, Curly Castro, Alaska. Shit, Alaska's there twice. I got Alex Ludovico, I got Billy Woods, I got Juggernaut. Of course, my homie Scorsese is on it. And we got it available today at insubordinaterecords.com. Get 10% off with the promo code CALLOUT. Fireside Chats, check it out. Peace. Welcome back, Call Out Culture Podcast. Uh, we're here with Jason Griff and Subordinate Records. Very good friend of the pod. Very good friend in real life. IRL. on that shit. IRL in it out. Um, yo, we got our new IG. Finally, after yes. 7,000 episodes, we did it. Yeah. Alaska, what is our internet IG handle? Hold on, let me find it. Um, call out culture. Call, call underscore out. Proud follower. No, it's call out culture podcast. One word. I'm getting uh, hold on. <clears throat> It is yeah. Call out culture podcast. One word. Check that out. Boom. We're, we got ten followers right now. Fucking crushing. Yeah, we, we had six earlier. We had six earlier this morning. Yeah, we got yeah one one tenth of our followers live on the show. The, the Twitter, yeah, the Twitter like is that, cracking up too. It's like that AMC stock. It's just yeah, oh. sixty three dollars, man. Shit. It went up like what ninety oh, yeah. percent today or fifteen? I mean fifteen. Uh, I forget Doge, what the look, Doge went back up too because yep. you know, I must oh, say I got it's some. inevitable. I got to do it, and it went shooting that right fucking, back up. That fucking robot. Sheesh. As soon as he said it, it went. They said as soon as he said that statement, it went right back up. I know. It's wonderful. Um, what was I gonna say too? The yeah, so we got the IG popping off. The Patreon is fucking where it's at, bro. You get we appreciate you get exclusive episodes, you get exclusive discounts on merch and gear. Did we drop that song shit. that I sent? Did you do, we did didn't do we didn't there? do that yet, but we will. You're gonna get exclusive songs you can't hear anywhere else. You get the podcast like four days early. You get the the good feeling of empowering three of your favorite undisputed fucking kingpins and indie rap. You know what I mean, oh. it's it's pretty dope to fuck with the Patreon. We put up little polls, we have little discussions, we do demo <laughs> sessions with people. So fuck with us on Patreon. All right, yep. let's talk about the concept of the show. So, best producer albums. Uh, we're gonna go two each 
because right before we started recording, we had a revelation that there's not a ton that are really great. Or I mean, or maybe the comment was there's just not a ton of producer albums in the scope of rap, which I found hard to believe. I think we, I think we, we also had. I think we touched on why. Oh yeah, the more rappers, the more tough it is to complete. What do you mean? What are you trying to say? You're saying rappers are unreliable, unprofessional, petty, sensitive, and insecure. I, excluding the three gentlemen in the room (laughs) with me, that is a pretty common sentiment. No, really though, Mm. this this project, Fireside Chats, like everybody came through. I had very little harassing uh, to do to get anybody to finish anything. Yeah, shouts to everybody on Fireside Chats for being pros. Yeah. We're professionals, man. Um, all right, so why don't we do this? Since Griff's the guest, why don't you go first? What What is something you know to be a great producer album outside of your own? Um, maybe not what would be considered the greatest, but like one of my personal favorites and something that was very influential in uh, me becoming a producer and wanting to be a producer. Um is uh handsome boy modeling school oh you son of a bitch i i apologize <laughs> i figured that would probably be one of yours it definitely yes. well you better take number two z take number two then. no i don't know um, I'll, I'll let him keep going on i mean i was gonna i was gonna say so how's your girl um yeah I don't know if all I can, day i don't know if i can claim both i mean white people what, white, white moments people? wasn't wasn't the collective awesomeness mm-hmm. that the first one was yeah um but white people did have um Jack Johnson um, joint. Well, that Jack L's Johnson joint. joint is trash. I have to hear that at work all the time. Yo, I when and I interviewed Prince Paul, I told him that I'm like, you hear that shit at airports? NPR? Yo, and it's crazy because you'll go up to you know you got your one coworker that that knows some shit about music, and you go up to him and be like, yo, you know this is a handsome boy modeling school song, and they're like, what the fuck? Yes, like nobody, <laughs> like nobody believes you. it. But no, the 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 real highlight, and I don't even think it was the best song on the album, but just the fact that. Um, LP Cage and Chino Moreno from the Deftones yes. are together. That's so um, is like that's just like such a blending of worlds for me. Uh, but what about Handsome Boy? Like, I mean, I know why I love it the most, and I I told I Alive when he made his last joint that that was like the closest I ever heard someone in Philly making a Handsome Boy record. Yeah. Uh, what What about it for you? Like, was the shit? It's it's the full package. It's the concept. Uh, I'm big into the conce- mm. conceptual uh, album as a whole. Obviously, Father Garducci, whatever the name is, Guido um, Sarducci. Yeah, all the all the old samples that tie it together. You know, from whatever the fuck that old show. Get a, get, get a life, right? What yeah. um and the funny thing is, uh, when Run the Jewels featured Prince Paul on their first record, what's the character he played? Chess Rockwell. Chess Rockwell. They had yep. him feature as Chess Chess Rockwell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Else, and yeah. That, that was a nice little slick touch. Um, and I actually, I didn't know about the, I just learned on the, the Open Mike Eagle podcast about LP's song on there that like, that wasn't the original beat. Yep. Yes. Um, and I, I didn't know, I didn't know that until that like this week. It's so good. I Empire song. And like, Godzilla. it's like, and hearing, it's so it, hearing that when it happened, like I was trash. already, uh, it's I, well, so good. So I was already familiar with LP. So like I heard it and I'm like, all right, well, it's LP and it's like kind of weird, but like LP right. weird shit. So like, cool. This beat is crazy. Right. Um, and headphones, so I'm just cool it's with crazy. it. Crazy. And yeah. your headphones, yeah, it's you like just listen shit. to it's, it's, it's like glitch crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, yeah. maniac. <laughs> yeah. Um, like sound I, I love this type shit. Doctor, it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Like screaming. <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't know that it was a different beat at a d- different BPM. It all makes sense now, but I didn't yeah. realize that that is what in fact happened. 
um, and that he's such a good sport about it. Cause it yeah, because like Paul bad. Paul said it when he did the mic pod last year, where he was like, "LP was really mad <laughs> because because sure you know why? Because L said he had figured out a great rap scheme to the original piece, and yep. that just went out the window with the you know the, the manic chaos. And we know that as rappers, bro. Yeah, that, that's that's a flagrant foul. If you're gonna yeah. just <laughs> switch my shit and not run it by me, and all of a sudden it's just out there in the world, and then people don't know that it was. A, I right. sound like trash to this because I mean, you you did all the you know the background shit. In you know integrity and producer courtesy, like I'll send you a fucking track, like that I made zero changes to, mm-hmm. other than maybe some leveling, just to be like, you sure you're good with this, right? You but know? the irony like, is, is, the fact LP that cats was, don't do that appalls me. The, the irony is, LP too. was notorious for doing a track and then deconstructing a whole then fucking then thing and rebuilding a whole. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. was actually an issue, and I talked to Liff about this even personally. He had told me um, when they had worked on the record. It was uh, first a Momega. Momega. First, it yeah, was a yeah, version yeah. Z. Who produced the first version of Momega? It was uh, Blueprint. Yeah, it was Blueprint. Blueprint, right? Then they yeah. then they they scrapped that. They, and then, yeah, they couldn't clear the samples. I think. Yeah. Right, and then he was doing stuff with L. And from what we say, and also from our RZA knowledge, you might record to a whole nother beat, and yep. then when you come back, it's totally changed behind you. And as and he, and LP said it, you know, we we get demo artists. Oh, I love the no. last demo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um. Mm-hmm. I think there was some cannibal um Alaska, just real quick, Tanya. Was that was there anything like that cannibal ox wise? Would it be totally changed? No, or there wasn't really not. anything on the Canox record where that changed that much. Okay. Mm. I mean they added okay. some touches also, to it. Also, weren't they they were all living together, so like they would hear any change <laughs> like that. They yeah. were right. Yeah. It wasn't like, like, also, like right. yeah. when Canox was dropping, Jokes was still like they didn't really, I think they didn't really look at the sample clearance stuff too tough until RJ. Gotcha. Yeah, shit. You know, I think like that sort of is when they realized, all right, we got to pay attention to this. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, that that's my understanding. I could be hundred percent wrong, but that's what I first remember people were nice. talking about. Zilla, did you ever do that to me? Just on this topic, did you ever change your yeah. beat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I, I I told you about, it, and then I played it for you. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's fun to do. I mean, I love remixing. I get it. But uh, all right, so we have handsome boy modeling first album mostly so how's your girl which yeah. is one of the most important records of my life also uh alaska uh, wow so, get uh, off my show the um take a walk homeboy <laughs> handsome boy modeling school i the first time i ever heard that album was live i had never heard the album wow um, wow i went to um i went to the tibetan freedom concert oh shit jesus um, christ yeah so um uh handsome boy modeling school was performing in between all the acts Oh, um, so they were just playing like cuts off oh, the wow. album. Um, and that was the first time I heard it. And I was like, whatever this is happening right now, this is pretty fucking amazing. And I remember I went out and bought the CD like a couple days after the show. That's awesome. I don't remember what got me into it. it. I think it was more of that was in my vein. I was in my wheelhouse and I just bought it. I think mm-hmm. there was a single was that Water World or something floating yeah, around. Encore. I made me yeah. I made me buy Encore's album. So it was just a matter of like just, I knew I kind of knew who Dan the Automator was. I didn't remember all the stuff he had done, but I knew his name and you know I knew Prince Paul. So it was like a no, no, no. Dude, magnetizing no with Dell, that's like one of the best yeah. Dell songs of all Mag- time. Yeah, so it was like those magnetizing, magnificent minds. I was all bought into any nice. Stones Throw adjacent, any using those artists, West Coastians and stuff of that nature. I was into that. Yeah, yeah. It's a very uh, it, truth. It? 
with uh, yes. with Jay. It's the best song of all time, Royce yeah. and Murphy. Yeah, it's so I bought weird. I bought a Royce and Murphy Maloko CD in England because she was on the Handsome Boy album. It, that was an uh, incredible song. That's an incredible the truth. That's yeah. why I love that's the like Galt McDermott song. shit. Pray, no, not pray. You know the one he's in the courtroom. That's dope. Testify. That's crazy. But it's definitely a godson of truth. Truth. Yeah, you I know, know Jay Live. I know Jay Live's whole verse. I can spit the whole shit right now. Yeah, he can. Um, he actually can. I can. All right, Alaska. What do you got? Your pick. I'm going with uh, Pete Rock Soul Survivor. You mm. other piece number one, right? Shit. He did two, right? He did two. Yeah, right? number one. I, Soul Survivor I never two heard is number socks. two. But number socks. one yeah. is yeah. the joint. It's got True Master, dude. Son, it got um. Half, well, let me let me, let me bust into the game. Yeah, mind blowing decisions. Strange fruit. Mind, mind blowing. blowing that's yeah. incredible because i love the original song so when he did that i said oh my god like that the was joint awesome. with co and, and mohica too did you ever meet him vivian? Alaska? You her vivian no i never did no you never met vivian. Vivian. okay what, what is it he called her vivian mohica <laughs> yeah, i thought it was vivian vivian monica <laughs> love that song <laughs> vania vania mohica vania oh, you man. put an extra v in there <laughs> but they also had verbal murder, the shit with pun. Um, yeah, I've never heard of verbal murder. Yeah. Like oh, they this. have um strange fruit trait. Wait, wait, Trace Leches. Yo, no, no, that's Where's on point. That's on okay, point. Sorry. Listen, the, that the strange fruit joint, the tragedy. That, so the tra yeah. trage said that on a mixtape before before the after the album came out, where he says a line on a mixtape on some song. It might have been like a, a CNN one-off or something. He said. The world, I think it's one of the most amazing couplets ever. The world plants seeds in my mind, strange fruit, survivalist based on my life off rap loot, right? Yep. So what he said it like in a verse rhyming on some song. And then when the album came out, he says it. And then Pete says, hey, yo, the world plants seeds in my mind, strange fruit. Strange fruit. And it's like the greatest shit in the world. Let, then, let's you know, also give a nod to Pete's perfect rap voice whether he's a good rapper what he want or not this guy you press record that voice man talks oh. it's it's really as a rapper honestly i love him as a rapper. I, have, I have a good i think he has a good time so because yeah. he having a good time and yes it's some genuineness to the lyrics it's not he's like a great a producer putting on mm -hmm. and also i put him with diamond d and lord finesse type rapping producers as opposed yeah. to producers that rap later let's say right puffy or Cats yeah. you know, Dre, cats get stuff yeah. written for him. These guys were, I do kind of both. Because remember, he would pop on a um, CL Smooth and, yes. and Pete Rock song here and there. Well, he, he um, when Pete, I think when Rosenberg talked to him at some point, or he, he might have brought up on his own, where he said the song The Game with Prodigy yes. Ray and Ghost, which is the probably the best fucking collabo ever, right? Ever. You're getting like, you're getting like leading into Supreme Clients. So you're getting post forever leading into clientele ghost where he says MC yeah. Ultra, right? He starts off with that. So Jesus. Rosenberg points out he's like, Prodigy sets the song off. I'm pretty sure he goes first, right? Then you have Ray doing a hook and rhyming. Then you have Ghost doing, you know, six and a half monkeys, 12 Nazis, all the, 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 the you know, all that wild shit he says. And then the chorus, and then all of a sudden, Pete Rock's like, I'll do a fourth verse. Yeah. <laughs> and Pete Rock's like, fourth why would you record. do, why would you feel compelled to rap after three fucking verses? He's like, I'm going to get my shit off After yeah. three of the best He's dudes like, that ever what's worked going on. this world. I'm going to get my shit. I give Pete some credit for that. He's like, I'm going to get my shit off on these joints. And like Mad Lib yeah. would like, nah. Mad Lib would so, be like, nah. Yeah, he would sit that one out.
Respect Mine has four verses. The Game has four verses. Yes. Um, oh, are we talking four different MCs on it? Like, no, no. Respect Pete? Mine is OC. Yeah, it's OC and Pete. Yes. Um, and then True Master. Yeah, has I guess those are the only. But but Pete Pete interjects himself a lot with some really right. good rappers that he might he might could have not done that. Yes. And I when oh, I, I interviewed him, yeah, I asked half him man half that. amazing has four verses also because meth meth does three and he does one. On his yeah, so you ask amazing. him about that? What he said? So well, I just asked him about like that record specifically because I was like, that is the most fucking that's the best producer album of all time. And he was like, he's like, when I signed Aloud, he was like, everyone there was excited for me to be there, and I was excited to be there because it was the best stop in my career. Like the best talent in a concentrated place was right there. So I walk in the door and have access to like Mob D, Woo, Pun, and like all of their dudes. So if you get Nori, if you get Pun, then you get Nori. You get Nori, you get Traj. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If you get Woo, you get Onyx because they were doing, you know what I mean? Like yeah, every, everyone connected to everybody and then everybody was wanted to work with P-Rock because everybody was fans. So he was like, everything just like fit perfectly. Some of his really good production on there too. Like That's amazing. Like know, it's, really you know, good. there's like melodic R&B shit. There's I think there's, shit. um, there's instrumentals to it. If I'm not mistaken, right? There's like, there's yeah, like yeah. interludes. There's like little interludes a little bit, sure. but it's pretty full. It's a pretty full record. No, but there's no instrumental version of the record. No, nah, okay. no, nah, I don't think so. What do you got, Castro? What's your, what's your producer choice? All right. So my first one is, you know, I like to go off the plantation a bit is, um, BK one's radio do kind of Bob. Mm. Oh. And Griff, Griff, I mean, did you ever repeat that one, Griff? I haven't. The, uh, the rhyme Sorry. sayer shit. So yeah, it's rhyme sayer's based. It has Slug, Brother yeah. Ali, Raekwon, Fonte, yeah. Black Thought, POS, Toki Wright, uh, Blueprint got a great song here. Merce, yeah, he does. The Blueprint, Blueprint got a song, Blue Balls. Uh, <laughs> Merce is on here, I Self Divine. Um, and there's, there's a number of Brother Ali appearances, which I'm, you know, neither here nor there about. Everybody knows how I feel about him. But I just like the, um, I think it's, I don't know if it's sample based. I just like the musical choices on there. It's pretty long, but I would get into, you know, he did all the production, but I would get into like those compilations where it was like that yeah. circular artist. Um, there's like 20, 19 tracks on it, but there's like some yeah. instrumental pieces and stuff. But then there's also like the Latin flair to it. Yes. Um, that it's I, a I'm cool pretty, record, man. I'm pretty fond of. Yeah, you can play it. Um, it's a really cool record. It's a laid back joint. It's, it's really a lot of nice little songs on there. So if anybody has it, um, definitely check out um, Radio Dukanabal by BK1. Yo, you know, I, I, bought the, I bought that CD when I think it was Evidence and Brother Ali came to First Unitarian Church in Philly mm -hmm. and BK1 opened. And I bought the CD there, and I was loving that album. And then at, at some point, I lost the disc but had the case. Mm -hmm. And then I refused <laughs> to, like, he, yeah, um... so I refused to down to buy it again. And then I also refused to legally download it because I was like, uh, I have this, I have the case. Like, I want to find this disc to put it back in its home. He came out with a part loop. two. He Did came he? out with a part two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I one. think so. Either that, yeah, it's called, um, Tamo Dukanabao EP. Ooh. And that came out um two years afterwards. And that has like wow. uh, let me see how many tracks that has on it. That has like uh seven tracks on it. And that oh, one's damn. exiled. There's like different versions of certain things. It's like one song, but that's why it's an EP. It's one song with different versions of it. That's fire. Yeah. That's yeah, it's it's a really fucking it, it doesn't really get mentioned enough, to be honest. Mm -hmm. That's why I wanted to bring it up here. Good call, man. Um Mine is same label. 
Uh, and I just thought of it because you brought up that one. Jake One, White Van Music. Oh, great. Oh, and that album is crazy. Trap Door. Ooh, oh, Doom. The Trap Door beat is... There's so many good... Yo, the, the, just... yo, the opening joint, the Black Milk and Knots joint, is mm. this amazing like dub joint with like this like 60s like spy guitar, but he has like Knots and Black Milk rhyme on it who are like you know, producers who rhyme, but they got the sync voice. They're dope, but like, I was kind of like, you should have let someone else really go off on that joint. But it's more about like the bounce and the feel to it. Then he has like the truth joint with Freeway and Brother Ali. The truth mm. is always real. Mm. That so joint good. is insane. The whole album is like, like like Blueprints got the ill great. story joint on there. Yeah, the that song's crazy. I remember the first time we met joint. Print. I told him that I was like, yo. That shit, you you got like the best actual song. Like there's better beats on the record, but the best song is the blueprint song, the story joint. And then he's got like the one joint, like Royce and Elzai. I shine. Isn't he coming I off spark, the um stimulus package? That was I think before. I think this yeah. led to stimulus package. Okay. Yeah, I feel like this so I got a funny that. story. So I was trying, I was like six degrees of separation from Jake One. Um, who was the other Seattle producer that was running vitamin vitamin D? D? Yeah. And I had, we had two beat CDs of vitamin D, banging, really banging stuff, y'all. We never got busy to them, but we were gonna try to do a bunch with him, and then eventually try to ask him to get us mm. to Jake One. They, vitamin D was just as talented, but they were like, you know, they were running like thick as thieves back then. If y'all mm-hmm. remember coming out of Seattle, but we never did anything with the beats, mm-hmm. and I think I still have the CDR somewhere in the house. It's like Yo, twenty or thirty like, beats. He, I remember the last song. He had a song called Home with Ish. From mm-hmm. Diggable and uh, what's the name? You know, Shabazz. The song with um, Get Her Done, the other Doom song is crazy. Yeah, he's got um, the what's the name joint, the, the Young Buck song, Dead Wrong. That's crazy. And he's got he's got like some random dude, D Black, on this beat called Godlike, which is like everything about it. He it's like the perfect combination of taking established dudes that are in his wheelhouse and then taking in like newer guys. But then also taking in people you wouldn't expect like at the time it was like like I said Young Buck like MOP, you wouldn't expect that on a Rhyme Sayers record, you know what I mean? And then he had like the Truth Joint with Freeway and Brother Ali, where like that beat was always beat people would put on to hear motherfuckers rap, and like mm-hmm. radio shows, live mm-hmm. show, like that beat was in the mix. You heard it everywhere. on a lot of mixtapes. Yeah, like that beat was. And then if you ever watch like um, the Helter Skelter freestyle. From one of the radio shows they did when uh the Incredible Rap Team album came out, and Sean Price fucking crushes that shit, like on some radio station in Switzerland or something live. He it just it has like all the elements of like amazing range, you know what I mean? Where this guy's like, my Rolodex is crazy, the approach I have is nuts, and he was just doing like ill flourishes, like he would have like really ill fills and. Like he was, he was putting in live instrumentation, but it didn't sound whack as shit. You know what I mean? Like right. he would have the sample, and then he would have like his man's play shit here and there. It's kind of like what Chong did on Midnight Suns, where he has something and kind of like puts flourishes in without it sounding like a band. But um, yeah, that album that's a great gem album too. White Van music. Shouts to Jake One. All right, let's let's take our first break. We'll come back with the second oh. round of picks. Second break, fool. Second break. break. Second break. I'm back for our second picks. Call out culture with Jason Griff. Yeah. 
Steel's Kitchen, the new compilation from us, Wrecking Crew. The follow-up to last year's Raheem's Lament, dropping June 4th at WreckingCrew.Bandcamp.com. All new joints from Shrapnel, Career Crooks, Cargo Colts. All new solo songs from me, Small Pro, Curly Castro, and Premrock. Alaska's on there. Marcus Penn's doing cuts all up and then out. Peace. Fresh Kills got a beat on there. Shouts to Canada. We got Jason Griff on this piece. Stan Ipkiss. Fatboy Sharif, our very dear friend. Scorsese, rest in peace. He's on there. Yo, man. Disco Vietnam, Dose 4GW. Woo. Mastered by Cryptic, one of Adam's fam, and artwork and design by PQ. Family Affair. And our family's the illest. Wrecking Crew Steals Kitchen, June 4th. Get it. Hello, call-out culture. Dano from freemusicempire.com. We are at the heart of this underground hip-hop stuff. Breakdowns, analysis, interviews. Our YouTube channel has long-form conversations. Subscribers are getting additional benefits and recommendations. Weekly hip-hop discussions. We love it. Follow call-out culture. Follow us. Freemusicempire.com. That's freemusicempire.com call out culture podcast youtube show instagram accounts um you know by the time this airs probably the wrecking crew project is out steel's kitchen um yep, the compilation show. should be out with jason griff remix on there vamoose remake remix dropping before the original the remix is, that, is, is that out definitely there counts for something that is crazy <laughs> we did that yeah this song calls vamoose with alaska and stan Epkes. remixed by jason griff the we original version the original the original version i don't think you've ever heard the original the original version will be out most likely now in july via chong wizard records on the lp vegas vic and, uh, it's, and it's fire it's fire it's a good one um yeah, so here we go. So let's go to uh, our second and final pick for best producer albums. Griff, go. Okay, uh, I actually had more than I thought I was than I thought I had. Uh, okay, but you can I do the Castro out- thing where you name yeah. sixteen. Well, well, I'm gonna throw. I am gonna throw out a quick honorable mention for do it. The difference, Volume One. What is that? Um, it was a compilation by uh, Domingo. Oh shit! Domingo. Okay, so, so wow. this was this was this came out in. Man, uh, he was hold dope. on, I got it here. I don't know what fucking year it came. Oh, send me out. that. Two, send me okay. that Soul Seek link. Two two thousand two. Yes, um, I remember this. So so I was in. I was. I gotta look this up. Uh, I was in a very exploratory phase with rap and independent and underground rap, uh, and yeah. I remember just seeing this CD at like Best Buy and reading who was on it and i'm like i'm gonna get this shit and i played the shit out of it all the time i listen to it now it sounds a little dated but Mm. the the main reason i want to put it on here because okay so here's who's on it dilated peoples (laughs) high and mighty yes sean price yep somebody named k slash and mr pr (laughs) not to be confused with pr the great from the nation gang shouts Um, to pr the great shouts to pr the great shouts to coach yep um KRS One, sure. uh, featuring Tone Deaf, uh, yep. Clear Them Out. That's a pretty fun song. It's not great, but it's very fun. Mm. Um, Rise. Oh, two. I said love Rise um, from Demigods. Alaska, did you ever uh, fuck with Rise? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> he said no. You, it's, it's, you, you just respond as if I said, would you like a fresca? You're like, no. no. <laughs> um, okay, Punch and Words 
Yes. Uh, I just love called, Punch uh, and Lures. Native New Yorker, where they sample the song Native New Yorker. So obviously, um, that's wait, 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 wait. Before you get to the next track, dedicate it to Curly Cash. <laughs> the next dedicate song. the next one to Curly Cash. Are you yeah. looking at the checklist? I am. Next, the next song is by some group called the Coco Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I live on uh, the third floor, y'all. Stop playing, because I'm about to walk right out the window. Coco Brothers. <laughs> King uh, Tommy, uh, Craig Mack, Craig Mack. Mack, Deacon the villain. Is he and from um, Cunning Linguist? Is that he he's like uh, extended fam of Cunning okay. Linguist. Okay, we're gonna come yeah. back to that one. And this is and the, last the last song. Last song is cool. Royal Flush, Big L, Cool G Red. Royal yes. Flush. Okay, here's oh, the funny part. I got I'm, this I'm pulling this up as a as a one producer album. My favorite song on here is the Deacon the villain song. It's so fucking good. Mm. it's the one song not produced by domingo uh whoops it's produced by deacon the villain <laughs> what the, what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck I had to do it i'm, I'm uh, had to do it that's but no it's had to do it. it's amazing and um he was one of those dudes so like in that era that was also like limewire era um, yeah so like i was trying big to find more of the stuff to the best of my knowledge he never did a full album so like I was just like piecing together shit from him off of here in mm. this one song. And it's just like a song with the cunning linguist here, another one with them there. You know, like it was like I pieced together like a five song EP and then just gave up. So one of these days I'll look into it again. But Watch Your Mouth by Deacon the Villain is fucking heat. I remember all the press he did after this was him just trashing Karis one. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Domingo? Yeah, because he did I think he did the beat for um the MC, which is like the greatest shit ever. And he was just like trash KRS for money wow. or recognition or credits or something. And then he, the only stain on his career, Domingo, is he did the um the album version of Big Pun's Dream Shatterer, which is not good compared to the mm. mixtape version. Because the mixtape version had the same sample as uh, Black Rob, I Dare You. Mm. So if you hear the original version, it's way better. And then we're punk. You know what? Yeah, I well, shatter dreams like Jordan, a sort and body, a team, the vin- vin- so the the retail version they couldn't clear that sample I think, and then the Domingo did the remix and it's not it's just kind of, it's like the worst beat on Capital Punishment, you know what I mean? There's kittens everywhere. This is this they is really so are. adorable. Whole, they're like climbing curtains, they're just walking. Oh, on yeah, the you see that one? I didn't even yeah. see that. One wow, that shit was adorable. Yeah, shout out <laughs> to them. I I just added that. I'm gonna play that tomorrow. I haven't listened to Domingo and he was so good. He's still active. I, I stumbled upon his Instagram page the other day, and he's still putting shit out. He's still just shitting on KRS-One. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> uh, KRS-One, the punching bag we never needed. You know? I got Temple of Hip Hop proof of purchase. I'm I mailing saw, back um, in, then I get my crown. And that's your your guys' last episode made me think of that, too, with the, depth, the Temple of Hip Hop shit. Um, I got a bar about it now. Which... That was one of my favorite episodes, actually. Thanks, I, I just finished it. It was super fun. Oh, it was great. Shout um, to I think, and Mike. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And um, I think the one thing that really stuck out to me was when the question was asked about LP, if he has a fourth project with another rapper, who would it be? And everybody said Breeze Bruin. But in the end, Alaska just quietly chirps in Eclipse Reunion. And yes. that's the right fucking answer. Yes. No. That's a good idea. Well, speaking so, of Alaska, any, anyways, Alaska, what is your second choice, my good friend? 
Um, so I'm going to pull a quick honorable mention and, and mostly just because I kind of like the record, but I'm not going to get too deep into it. But um, the Jets? Uh, no, no, I don't really like that record. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Preservations, Eastern Medicine and Western Ooh. Illness. Ooh. Let me put, wait, 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 last. I was at yeah. Woods' crib and Woods finally got his package from them, right? Yeah. And in the package, there's an unreleased Woods song. It's like just on the seven inch. And, oh, he, wow. has this, and he has these two tapes wrapped in this paper tied by this uh, hemp twine with, with a wax. stamp with a stamp. wax stamp yeah. on it. Wow. And on that tape is some instrumentals and a song with another artist, but he only appears on this tape. Zilla knows who he is. And um, I don't care. Money it's Hoslo. It's, 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 uh, it's Hoslo. Um, okay. <laughs> and then there's another tape with just we the beats. I know. We did. And then there's another, yeah. Big the, up the industrious prolific Hoslo. <laughs> and uh, so he snuck on there, right? And then um, there's another tape of, I think, some of the instrumental pieces from the CD. So I was just okay. sitting there looking at this thing, and it's just like, I gave him really thumbs up the packaging, that little handmade thing, plus the vinyl. That's brilliant. Plus the Project seven inch, fire. plus the seven with, inch, and with, the wax stamp. And the seven inch has Jeremiah J. Makami and Billy. Nice. That's yeah. dope. So, that mean. but my actual choice is going to be uh, Love NY. Ah, oh, Ray, Ray Woodass. Yeah. A, look at friend Wood of the pod, Ray. Friend yeah. of real life, Ray. So great record. That, that actually just came last minute. Like I was, it just popped into my head. I wasn't even thinking it. And then I was like, oh, when I saw OC on the, um, we were talking about OC on the, the Pete Rock one. He's got that song Legacy on this record. I was like, oh, what about that shit? And that, that album just cranks. I mean, it, it, it really like made me appreciate that old Deuce Karat. Yeah. You know, there's like a lot oh, of older dude, rappers. Totally. On cool Keith is flexing just like, on that shit. Cool Keith is flexing. AG is just like reborn. Ooh, on that yo, AG, the last same 10 thing years. With OC. Yeah. Oh, man. AG, the last 10 years between like the Ray Records, his mm-hmm. own shit. He, he is so underrated. He's fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's unbelievable. So, yeah, those are my choices. But, um, you know, I think if you want, just go listen to that OC song. If you don't like the OC song, you won't like the record. I mean, I've told Ray, yeah, I've told Ray like the 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 third best OC album of all time is Ray's Cafe. Yeah, it's like Dude, it's, he, it's right he brought back El Fudge on this record for back to back tracks, and he just put El nice. Fudge. So then Ray just put out the so that one's called what's that one called Love New York? Yeah. So then he just did no no is that New York Love or Love New York? Love New York. Oh, did we lose Griff? Yeah, we lost Griff. Hopefully, he comes oh, back. He'll be right back. Um, yeah, but then yeah. he just did the sequel, the the New York Love Joint, right at the end of last year. Yeah, where he brings all his dudes back, but they're all love songs. So El Fudge is on there. Nice. Um, I'm curious pretty sure AG. Yeah, I'm Curious might be on that record again. Nice. Uh, I think John Robinson's probably on there. He always he always just pulls in John Robinson. I think Blue maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah Ray. Like Ray. Yeah, I, you know, I asked Ray. He, he might have said on our episode when we had him. We did Row House Whispers. Uh, <laughs> liner note shit but ray ray said like and it's true working with him he was like for some reason like all these fucking amazing dudes like trust me <laughs> like he's like i don't know how or why they all just trust me to fucking do whatever like mix the it's shit true. arrange it do interludes do whatever has he done stuff with uh sadat is Sadat on any of these projects uh, i feel like he has done something with sadat I feel like Dottie has something. He, he, he made like a like a, a sequel called the snake tape that came out right after that one after um, Love New York. 
Um, the snake tape's pretty fire. It's got like this banging Rock Marcy shit. He's got so many unheralded joints. And that's what annoyed me when the Mount Marcy project came out where they're like, oh my God, cool Keith and Marcy. I'm like, Ray was putting them together on tracks in 2011 or 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, and, and they're better. Respect, than the, the, respect the architect. Mm, yeah, like it's way better than the one on Mount, Mar- Mount Marcy, I should say. Uh, yeah, that's a great call, bro. Shouts, shouts to you. Shouts to Ray. Uh, what do you got, Curly Castro? All right, so this is gonna blow some people's speakers, <laughs> but I had to be—I would be remiss if I wasn't being honest and transparent. So I'm going all the way back to '96. Okay, for this one, and it is Insomnia, the Eric Sermon compilation. <laughs> you album. did it! Look at the integrity. That's Look at the integrity so of you, man. Fun. Look at that. Because wow. back then, it a bit. Black then I was really still digging Eric. I didn't know any better, and um, <laughs> I didn't know. Th- th- there's there's a nice moodiness to some of these joints on here. But it, at this point, I'm a big Keith Murray fan. Keith's on here. LOD's on here. Redman's <laughs> got this song Funkarama on here. It's just Ooh, crazy. That's a great song. Funkarama. Guess who else is on here? Your man Z. Tommy Gunn is on this on this record. Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn is on it. So it's just like so it was all of the affiliates that they was working with, and and Any I like the quality on there. It's top no, but it's just like when when you know that they have a whole bunch of other people rolling with them. Oh, these are my boys in their crew, and they actually have decent, and they mm-hmm. and they put on something this quality. It actually worked. Now some of these people you've never heard of again. Crossbreed oh with an X instead of the C. Oh, that, that well, that was that was Rock oh, Wilder's man. group. Got it. He's um, rhyming on that shit. Cat named Passion, the Wixtons. There's a lot of names on here. Wixtons. <laughs> Is that a fucking like murder mystery London show? On fucking I, I don't know, but they on the a song called Up, Up Jump the Boogie. Up Jump the Boogie. And then there's you know Eric Eric and Keith got a song. It's the hit. It's that hit. Is so it it's called just Eric a, and Keith. No, Eric and it, Keith. that was solid. <laughs> it's called it's called it's that hit. But it's very late 90s, you know, when that funk stuff was really hitting and working. And so, wow. yeah, Insomnia. That's my pick. Compilation album. Wow. Eric Sermon. Look at the Man, growth. Kudos Look at the maturity. Really I do applaud the integrity. Yeah. Just A so lot much of our integrity. listeners will be pausing at this moment. But yes, go check the record. And uh, that's the only thing you should check. And I burn agree. everything else of Eric Sermon's. All right. I'm going to cheat. Um, I have two because someone was going to say one of mine in one of the group chats we had, and then that person rescinded the selection. So I, I, I got to select it, but I wasn't a it, part of any group chats. Okay, well, we have our own separate fucking group chat, buddy. Relax. <laughs> we, got, we got our own shit. The um, my honorable mention this album. If my my goal is to one day do a producer album, but only in the style of this album. So my honorable mention is the P brothers, the gas. Ah. This is fucking amazing because the only rappers on this album are um, rock Marcy, Milano Constantine, who I love. That's your man. And then um, this group boss uh, money boss players. Yeah. And they all appear with solo songs multiple times. Mm. And then all the songs they don't appear on are just instrumentals. There's like two or three instrumentals. Um, so P Brothers are like a super grimy hip hop production group from England, and this album came out in 2008. It's fucking incredible. It is like 
it really was like that precursor to keep me still salivating for rock marcy way before marsberg dropped because he did like he did like three joints on this album solo just fucking wrecking shit and same thing with milano i was a giant giant milano fan from ditc he vanished and then popped back up on us so if, if no one's heard the p brothers record the gas you gotta you gotta come fuck with this um mm-hmm. other real, real one real quick i just thought of last minute because i've been playing his music all week is um timbaland's album live from the basement Mm-hmm. Oh, Lobster and Scrimp with Jay Z. It's got Luda on there, Twista, Genuine, Magoo. Play is on that album. Uh, last How many week. songs is Magoo on? <clears throat> Magoo is he's only on one. Uh, he's only on one song. I was actually playing. You'll love this, Castro. When I was on the train from Jersey City to Steel Tip Dove Spot last week, I was listening to the Timbaland and Magoo's third album. Under, constru- under construction uh, two with cop that shit with missy dj's in the mix show you want to hear the stereo cop that shit um but yeah that, that, that's not this i'm album. more familiar with their first piece so okay that, that album's crazy yeah. too um but t- tim's bio is like you know leah's on there mad skills is on there it's got yeah. a lot of heavy hitters um uh, what's his name kelly price is on this shit it's some good shit but anyway uh, my number one, I wasn't anticipating on having this slot open, but it is, is, is DJ Mug Soul Assassins. Mm. Soul Assassins mm. 1? Mm. Yes. Soul Assassins okay. 1 still right now, amongst all the other shit he's done, he's put a lot of great records out in his career. I still think it's the best thing he's ever made, like without a question. Because it's like the mood of that record, like it's the only one where it's like, He's got, you know, Dre, Be Real, Goody Mob, Rizza Jizzas on the record, a lot of dark with Devil in a Blue Dress, MC8, yeah. KRS, Mob Deep, um, Wyclef. Wyclef song's amazing. It's amazing, John. John 316. What do you That's mean, John 316? 316. Well, God so loved the world, every man. Pack the M16. That song ain't about shit, but it's so good. What do you mean? What do you mean? That shit is amazing. Decisions, decisions with Goody Mob, like that—that that would have been one of the best Goody Mob songs on any of their albums. Oh yeah, I love the decisions, decisions, decisions to, make. to make, and then, uh, 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 and then and um, RZA, RZA, Third World, that's crazy. But um, Ar- Arm and Hammer sampled um, decisions, decisions on Half Measures, on the song "The Good Die Mostly Over Bullshit." Yeah, they sample, they sample decisions, yep. decisions. Nothing but the good. good Yo, CeeLo fucking snaps. Spaz oh my Spaz Ola. He goes like at least 50 bars. He snaps on that shit. Um, I just I just love that record too because not a lot of people know know about it, even though the first song had like Dre and Be Real and there was a video. It was just kind of like a record. If you grabbed it back then, you just kind of knew what was up. And if you met someone else who knew of that record, most people didn't. It was it meant a lot, you know what I mean? Because it just wasn't you didn't hear it playing out of cars or anything like that. It wasn't on like a lot of mixed shows or mixtapes. I think the video for like Third World or Risen Jizza got like a little bit of play, you know, because Wu Tang was massive. But uh, I did I do remember someone like asked them about and it ties back into what Griff said about like giving rappers the beats and they picked them, where the Risen Jizza song Third World and then the Mob Deep song It Could Happen to You. Someone asked Muggs like these sound like a Wu-Tang beat and a Mob Deep beat. Why did you do that? And he was like, I actually played the quote-unquote Wu-Tang beat for Mob Deep, and they didn't want it. I played them the beat they picked. They made a song out of it. You say it sounds like a Mob Deep beat. 
And then when Riz and Jizza heard the Wu-Tang sounding beat, they picked that shit. You know what I mean? It wasn't like an agenda to be like, oh, I made a Riz a beat for Riz and Jizza. Like it was just the, the shit they happened to like. Mm. And it sounds, you know, I mean, all these guys are like at their fucking peak when they made when they hop on the shit. So, uh, yeah, Soul Assassins, Soul Assassins 2, pretty disappointing. It's not. So it's not the a best. common it's not theme the best. here of volume two's of producer albums not being as well received. Well, you know what it is too? I'm realizing the more I think about it, it's like we all know. I said this to Castro years ago too, but it applies to this. Like your projects, whatever you're working on, is kind of like your Rolodex at the moment. So like who are you historically cool with that you could always fuck with? And then who was like your new rap buddies that you want to like pull in and do shit? And with these production records, it's like like Pete Rock, Soul Survivor too. He has like that dude Posta Boy from like 106 and Park. Yeah, mm. that song rapper. sucks. Yeah, yeah, he's well, got like. How did Posta Boy get? He made it on the battling, right? Yeah, one yeah. of them joints. Yeah, he but was, it's he was like a battler. He was he was one of the battlers that made it. Yeah, like that Posta song. Boy. I mean, and then he has like Dead Prez as a lead single, but it's not like no one really care. But they kept trying to push that single uh, off Soul Survivor too. It's just like. It's strange, but in 1998, when he made Soul Survivor one, he's around like all every loud records dude who's amazing in that moment. Whereas like part two, he has like Black Ice on there, and he has a little brother, and he's got like Leela James, who's cool, but like Quali and CL Smooth in a song. It's weird, like it's just strange. So it's like you're, it's like where you're catching people in their career, you know, if if they're kind of washed or not good enough yet. Versus like, I think all the ones we picked is like the producer is getting people at the right time in the rappers careers. You know what I mean? And they just have like ill beats. Mm -hmm. That's kind of hitting people versus like, you know, if Griff got like for fireside chats, like some super fucking wash guys, you'd be like, Oh, the beats are good, but God damn, this, this shit is painful. God damn. Did you really need to have a song with K solo? This is Spell it out. It. All respect to the case. Spell it out. H E L L N O. Hell no. With a S I double F from C H I C A G O. Oh my God. S O W A S H E D. Oh my God. Yeah. W A S. Nothing enjoyable about that shit. Oh my God. S P E R S U S. Why yeah, do, why do I gotta write this shit out? <laughs> like you're waiting for them to get to the last three letters of the word so you can figure out what the hell is he saying? Like, did he say it's also e like or the easiest t? rhyme ever? Because it's just like B T E, but like commotion v. is like three bars. C O M M O T I O N. Oh, commotion. Yeah, yeah. Stop. I don't like that. The only other thing I hate more than that, which stresses me out, is like the. Uh, like it's it's not even like a, it wasn't used a lot in rap, but there was like a pocket where like Lauren Hill and Jill Scott would do like education, meditation, relaxation, vindication, syndication. Yes, the Asians, words. and yes. I was like, stop saying that. Like, it makes and, me. Well, we angry. could just be. Black Thought was heavy on that on Illadelphia yeah. Half Life too, though he was doing that. But he would him. bend it. He would be With like the nation. Like, Catch me on the new nation. Yeah. A situation, Sean. You know, yep. whereas that's like, the only you know, saving grace because he would flip it, but yeah, definitely like spend it. But the rest of them, cannabis. Like, you Lauren mean Hill, cannabis was good with that? Ugh. Lauren Hill did that so much too on that album. I'm on like, what? On, on what? On, on fucking, yeah, she would do the that education, meditation, visitation, <laughs> syndication, oxidation, all that. I'm like, all right, man, I get it. You. 
you're you're fucking pretty literate out here i get it i understand mm-hmm. you don't need to keep hitting me with the asians liquidations <laughs> oh my god damn stop like think of something else there's no swag to it but yeah that's pretty much it no so swag I, to the no, asians no, no swag. <laughs> i'm making a making a t-shirt no swag to the asians no swag to the asians but, but, shout <laughs> but to I, the might, asians. I might you know, i might get arrested for you know covid19 hit crown bills but anyway depends on how you spell it yeah right and how i pronounce it uh well how about this um before we wrap up i just want to we haven't done this in a long time and griff's a really good friend and he's been plugging the record so well and we love him we're proud of him um what what what, what this what what do you guys been watching or listening to we haven't done this in forever um okay man can i uh throw out like two or three quick hits sure that, uh, hit them we, we, we may have overlooked um alchemist first infantry i was looking at that one and i was just like it's got some duds on it but it's got I some think, duds i think yeah. the heat uh outweighs the duds like the I heat is, is good enough um i think uh uh i was i was gonna say clones by the neptunes um, which definitely has some duds, duds on it but, but hot but damn and light your, you ass, know, on light fire, your ass on fire um, yeah. blaze of glory Yes. Um, there's definitely some heat on there. Again, that was like another album that they probably just put too many songs on. This um, is way too many things happened on that record. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the Shining, Jay Dilla, which I kind of excluded because it was done posthumous. But it's fucking good. It's so good. Like, um, and uh, what else did I have? Um, I think it goes without saying In Control Volume 1, Marley Mar. Yeah, that, that was the one like uh, uh recipes combat jack. He would always talk about that album. Yeah. The Marley yeah. Mar shit. I mean, I think it was like it's kind of credited as like the first producer it's the first. album, you know. It's I not a particularly good record though. No, it's got mm. the symphony on it and yeah. um some other stuff. Okay. But yeah, even at the time it wasn't it wasn't particularly good other than the symphony and maybe like that Craig G song. Mm. Wow. That's a good one. Um uh, real quick about the 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 clones album you know and I, I i remember getting the cd because i was very excited mm-hmm. about that record and then and it had like the front and you know with pharrell and jay um but the last song is so terrible and popular it's, thug yes it's popular awful. thug with Khalees <laughs> and nas oh and i'm like um, this nas should never rap on neptune's beats fucking ever um ever it's so bad yeah, no, there's no good. I was about to say the the joint with Aaliyah, but that was a Timbaland joint. Yeah, that's a Timbo joint. Uh, yeah, that's a Sorry, good Sorry, Virginia. Got you guys mixed up. <laughs> what have you been fucking with, Alaska? Um, I, I started watching um, What We Do in the Shadows again with uh, Eloise. Yes, uh, not Emily. So, there you um, go, Castro. There's the name. There it is. I dropped it on you, Castro. Ernestine. Um, Ernestine. 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 <laughs> She's clocking out her shift at St. John's. She'll be down soon. Um, so, yeah, we've been watching that. Um, Black Monday came back on Showtime, which is dope. Is. is it one of the uh, characters like in jail? Yeah, she gets out in the show. first episode, but um, okay. it's a Don Cheadle show. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember yeah. saw on the, I heard I saw the first it. episode. It was, it was fire, but. Yeah, yeah it's, it's dope. Um, I started Justified. Yeah, hey, I've been going back to old shit because I feel like I've watched everything. Come to the justified yeah. uh, hive with me, Barry, and Prem. Just and Chong, I like... put Chong on it. He finished it. He loved it. Did he? Yeah, he loved it. Yeah, I, th- I think that's about it. Like there, there hasn't really been all that much to have been checking, honestly. Yeah, you know, been going back through some older shit. 
Um, the Bad Batch, Castro. Yeah, it's, I didn't watch. It's, it. it's a bad batch. It's a bad. Okay, I haven't watched <laughs> any part of it. Yeah, it's bad not really that good. Sorry, it's indeed a bad okay. batch. I mean, yeah. Loki comes out next week, so I can oh yes. Yeah, but Loki what I've is, been watching is um, Apple TV has a show called Calls. The show hmm. is called Calls, and it's just like um, it's just you actually it's a very audio show. You're kind of looking at like um some uh, voice lines that kind of move and animate but Ooh. that's all you're doing you're just listening okay 15, 15 minute episodes like you know if, nice. if you have an apple tv you get apple tv subscription but f- for free and they have a lot of good programming so that's one i recommend Fire. and on amazon prime the uh show um underground railroad just um it, it's all episodes are available it's based mm. on the book by um colston whitehead i think his name is okay um and um it's pretty good but um I think there's something to be said about the book and the show, but I didn't read the book just yet, but my okay. mom did and my girl did. And so, but oh, it, was, it was done. It looks really well. Um, who did it? Uh, the cat did, did uh, Moonlight. I think he directed it. Oh, okay. shit. Um, Cause it has that good cinematography to it. It looks, oh. it looks to me. Zilla might say this, but I feel like I gotta say it. Master of None. Fuck yeah. It's fucking great this season. Phenomenal. I totally agree. Totally agree. I just finished it. I was sad when it ended. Yeah, it's short. Shasalina Wade. Oh, and what I've been listening to is I went back and started checking some of my elders of mine or like, you know, my day ones that came before me. And this is one group called 84. Yes. Shouts to 84. Fat, nice and on perp. And they have an album that's on streaming sites called Ourselves. You could check yeah. that out. It's a dedication to the B-Boy Barbecue because what's going viral right now, I think it's, it should be viral. Is that somewhat? Oh, is their performance? performance. Oh, so they do this. They amazing. They do this performance where they back to back and kind of rotate. It's one of the greatest so incredible. two-man hip-hop performances I've they ever seen. Best. So, so, so go look up online. That's on my, it's on my thread or whatever. I, Find yeah, that I saw you've been posting that. Yo, and that then also go listen to their album ourselves. Now they used to be on um, Prophets of the Ghettos, but I don't know if this that stuff is on streaming, but I know um ourselves is. Yeah, big up all perp, big up fat yeah, knife. Shots to big fat up nice. Black the knife man. Black the knife man. Wow. Yeah, 84. That's some, some classic Philly shit. Um what if I, I I just finished the Mike Tyson documentary, uh the knockout. That was good. That was good. Some powerful I'll shit. That too. That was great. Yeah, sure you first first part one was better than part two. Yeah, but the very, very end was like really Yeah, talking about yeah, Ooh. just just his, his closing closing up his circle. Yeah, um, and then also Rosie Perez being a boxing aficionado. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, but she was um breaking down. She had fights. a moment she was just like uh um, uh, you know, when Pac died, that was a friend. Yeah, like some yes. celebrity or something like that. So that was interesting. Yeah, she's got see her, amazing, on her amazing life. Um, yeah, I've been, I just finished Master of None. I'm still I'm about to finish Modoc. I think I have like two, three episodes left. So that's fun for like all the super nerdy, like Marvel Easter eggs and funny shit and all the insane. Villains. On? It's on a Hulu. Oh, okay. yeah. And then which uh, call it comes out next week, though. I mean, depending on when this airs, uh, uh, Loki. Yeah, yeah. You said that earlier. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. Loki's going to be the shit. And then uh, I just really been playing and pray for Haiti. I've been playing pray for uh, Haiti a lot. I like okay. that a whole lot more than I expected to like Me it. Me too. It's really like, it's really fucking good. It's fire. It's just um, like, whew. Also, um, released the same day, uh, besides Fireside Chats, was uh, 
the homie Ace Cannons put out an album. Um, oh, Sincerely, I Cannons. I got peep him. Uh, fire. I like. I've been shit. listening to that a lot. Um, not just because he's a homie. Uh, the 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 homie factor got the first listen, and yes. then the fact <laughs> that it's really good got multiple listens after that. Um, and I'm still listening to also family music. Um, uh, King Mighty Two. Yeah, that shit is tough, dude. We're right? Healthy. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Um, I went back to uh, Terror Management. Um, Woo! Yeah, that's heavy. Heavy. Uh, it might be my favorite Woods or Woods related project. Okay. Um, but that changes minute by minute. But huh. um, mm. but that's where I've been at a lot. Uh, I don't really watch anything currently. Yeah. Um, but uh, I will when Loki drops. I'll 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 drop everything and watch that for sure. Um, my anything, wife and I just we, we new just watched the, MCU or Star Wars. I jump on immediately. Good for you. Um, but basically everything else visually, I if if I You're see out. it, I see it. If I don't, I don't. You know. Yeah, my wife and I just finished Mayor of East Town, which was. I was just gonna say that shit. Yeah, was, considering my wife grew up in all those every like hoagie shop they list. She's like, oh, they're okay. They're not the best. They're like, and every scene is like Wawa. And well, like, I know talking homes. They're saying homes all um, the time for the yeah. greatness like that this. is coming out tomorrow for y'all. That's what? why you had to watch Mayor Aston. Isn't it like the the Shore reunion or something coming out? What Jersey Shore? No, the Friends yeah. reunion is coming. No, I don't. Up. I don't. I don't fuck with. And friends. I and I yeah, and the I Jersey don't. Shore reunion is dropping. Friends reunion is out. So I'm glad one of us knows that. What what I can't do the Jersey Shore reunion because Ronnie got kicked off the show for mental health. And no, but they call it like it's all of them them is there. Like Snooky drops out of a cake. No, Snooky Snooky dropped out of the show. She quit the show. No, I'm telling you, the thing drops tomorrow. It's yeah, it's a surprise. She she pops up out of a cake. I mean, whatever, Snooky. That's your show. I thought she would be excited. It is, but she's all she would do is just because she's four foot two, she would drink a glass of wine and be like a drunk, messy mom all the time because all she does is like work out and like keep having kids so she goes on the jersey shore like to get a vacation from her family but she drinks one glass of wine and she's like pissing in on plants and shit she's like way too messy i'm like yo chill so we gotta, let's be honest the producers of the show probably slip something in those drinks just nah, it's just you're plants. just i mean all like dame dash said reality tv is they just get they just get you fucked up every day you're just drinking every day and doing dumb shit you know outside of your house with like hot people and you know, chaos ensues as intended. Mm. Uh, oh, and we've been watching uh, the MTV, the challenge all stars on Paramount plus, and you're watching like 50 year old Mark from like road rules, 1995. Jeez. Like he's like juiced out with like collagen lips. And he's like, oh, you know, the old man still got it. He's like, a, he's built like a fucking linebacker. But then you have like, oh, other man, people that are like, they're just, you know, like having three kids and like, you know, popping their ankles out when they're just walking up a hill and shit. Cause they're just in bad shape. It's amazing. <laughs> It's fun. It's like watching the big three basketball. Like, good idea. Then you watch, like, everyone's injured all the time because they're just old. That's only the first couple of games. That <laughs> that. That's only the first four quarters. Quick to the defense. That's uh, only the first three quarters. When after everybody there. gets warm and they get loose, then it's some good basketball. But the first two games is like five, six injuries. And they rearrange the rosters. And then we get rolling. Yeah, did any of you watch um, Love, Death, and Robots? Yes, the new eight episodes. They shouldn't yeah. first the first for the first season, yo, there's like 24 episodes and now they only yeah. drop eight. So oh that's a little eight. disappointing, but these are actually really quality. Really like some good. of the some of the animations, it it really is hard to tell that it's animation. You're like, huh? Yeah. You're like looking at it. It's like a Michael B. Jordan piece. It's really good. Yeah. Um and they um, if I'm not mistaken, they're 
they're shorter last one, right? Some of these yeah, they're shorter. shorter. I don't think there's anything longer than eight minutes. They have a great Christmas one. It's really yeah. short, but that's that's a great episode. Yeah, but Love, Death, and Robots. If anybody was waiting for that, that's out there too. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right. Cool fire. We are finished, young men. Uh, great show as usual. Yeah. Fucking most informative indie rap podcast on planet Earth. You uh, want to find us. it here. Go check out Patreon. everything we suggested. I've also been listening to a lot of early mixes with a certain very talented rapper that I've been working with. I've heard the album. I gave Alaska some thoughts right before you hopped on. Soon I'm curious come. to know your thoughts on sequencing because I'm a bit lost. I, that's that, that was yeah. That was that was the yeah. comments. I don't actually go. even know what sequence Alaska gave you. Um, alphabetical. Order. Alphabetical. So okay, I cool. Made, I just cool. made yeah. my own. <laughs> um, I, just... I got I got like number one and number two and nothing beyond that. I mean, it's a lot of different ways it could go, but I'm definitely yeah. curious to hear. Yeah. I, I've I've been fucking around with some variations, and I find like things that go well together. Yeah. But it's just I mean, like figuring out how to lay it all out. Yeah. And I got, you know, I get caught up in producer ear. I'm like, well, this, the end of this beat sounds good with the beginning of this beat, mm-hmm. but that's not always yeah. what should be driving the decision. No. So, yeah. Yeah. And I've had a couple of bad Where we overthink that. it way too much. So, yeah. And there's still like one track missing, which could just, once we get that, which just one? Throw everything out. Actually, two, because there's the intro track that I got to record and then right. the one with Sharif. Yes, yes. Yeah. What's yeah, the, uh, telling, did you say anything about that? I told him I need, like I asked him if he could get it to me in a month because it took me like almost a year to get it to him. So okay. I wasn't trying to rush. <laughs> Fair. Uh um, we, we talked about it the other day. He seems very excited for it. I don't know yeah. what time frame. I, I think it has potential to be real dope. I like the hook a lot. Yeah. Um, I like the beat. So and then there there's one other guest appearance I'm waiting on, but I haven't told anybody about it yet, including you. Oh, well that's because I just want to see if it's going to come in. I don't want that. Okay. Is it the Don't one you mentioned that. casually to me? But Yes. Oh, okay. And he agreed to it. Shut the fuck up. No nope. words. Yeah. I'll tell you guys once we're off. Bet. Wait, we're still on? I figured we'd cut it off at this point. But... Uh, I mean, no, we, 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 didn't, we didn't officially close the show. Uh, yeah. oh, okay, well, <laughs> some clever and, uh, yeah. Go out and support Fireside Chats via insubordinaterecords.com. Um, and then you can fuck with Steel's Kitchen featuring everyone here. We had a hiccup with the CDs. So the hard linen joints, they don't have the OB strip. But the regular jewel case joints do have the OB strip. And no OB strip. No, only on the regular jewel case joints. You know what? Either way, you're getting a fucking collector's item. And Correct. And uh, the hardback joints, they're almost sold out from pre order. So they should be shipping in a couple weeks. There, there's been a setback with the. Uh, the plant overseas creating this shit but you'll get them uh the digital will be out there you go all right that wraps up this episode of call out culture later